Hey Siri, how do you say black in French? In French, black is noir, rosé noir. We found each other on Clubhouse. We nurtured a community that continues to grow. We'll keep pushing forward for change. We'll call things out. We'll call people in. We will lead with love. We will not be silent or silenced. We're here to fill your cup with conversation. We'll provide individuality and thought. Diversity of perspectives on a range of topics. You never know who will join us. Sit back and enjoy our offering. Claudia. Gina. Jasmine. Monique. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Please enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome to the Rosé Noir podcast. I'm Monique, and I'm joined by my homegirls, my booze, my bays, my sipping partners, Claudia, Gina, and Jasmine. Ladies, how y'all doing? Hey, boo. Chilling, chilling. Awesome. We We are back. We are Black. We are... Some of us are in love. Um, we are I'm sorry, what ready. Choke on my Starbucks. What are we doing? Not, you, you're throwing us off. You're throwing <laughs> us off here. It is but, you're going uh, off script. No, it's on script. Um <laughs> we are here to cover the latest episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Y'all ready? Let's go. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we're going to just jump right into this episode. Brand new. Brand new mm-hmm. episode of a lovely family show, Bachelor in Paradise. This week's episode was wild. Wow. Wild on screen and off screen. Drama, so, drama, drama. I feel like yeah. they knew. I feel like they knew that we needed this. Because <laughs> they were like, because they heard they, they were in the they editing cut room in the back. Like, we got to rework this because... Yeah. People are not feeling excited. They're feeling more excited about seniors than us. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know what? Hold my drink. I have a theory, though, for this. What is the theory? My theory is that because once I saw the the postings that came out for um, for Bachelor telling us like the way that the rest of the season is going to go, I feel like they're setting us up to have drama. They, we had it this week. They're mm-hmm. setting it up to finish the drama out next week because after that, the next week is what? Thanksgiving. So we don't have an episode. They're trying to get us they're trying to keep us engaged because there's going to be that week that they have to be off. That's my thought is like they, they purposefully like stuffed a whole bunch of drama probably into two episodes before we had that week break. Mm-hmm. Which is good. They, they, it was a slow burn. It was yeah. like, ah, and then it took off, which is great. So uh, yeah. So, so we have a, a format. If you're familiar with us, uh, we slightly changed uh, the format, but it's still still in the spirit of what we used to do. Uh, and of course, we want to start on a low note, as low as this episode can go, uh, and, then, and then a high-ish note, because this was a rough episode. Okay. The things that we're going to talk about first, uh, I'm going to ask each of the ladies to share with us what soured your sip. Mm. Okay. 
Yes. I like that. Uh, yeah. But I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, and so I think we have some notes on this. I'd love to know who would like to share first. I can speak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, please do. Jazzy once. Yes. Okay. Um, this episode, first of all, was wild. This was probably, I think this was my favorite episode of the season so far. There was never a moment where I was like, I'm over this scene or I'm over this couple or whatever. So I thought it was great. So I have a couple of things that soured my sip. First of all, I did not like the women. Yeah. So let me back up. I'm team Tanner. Kat was the one in the wrong. Can you say that again? I'm team Tanner. And I know you're asking me to say it again because on the actual season, the rest of us were like, who's Tanner? And you were so pro Tanner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I take it back. You're right. He's a fantastic guy. Mm-hmm. But that is not what soured my sip. What soured my sip was Kat going back talking shit about Tanner to all the other women and then them cheersing and yelling no fuck boys I didn't like that um Mm -hmm. didn't feel like that was necessary I felt like it's very um it's just very hypocritical because the girls when they have the roses they want to go on all the dates they you know they want to explore their options all that stuff but as soon as the men do it when the boys do it they're like Oh no, he disrespected me, this and that. And I just, that doesn't make Tanner a fuckboy because he chose to go on a date. So I didn't like them saying that at all. Okay. I think that flows in line with my um, mm-hmm. a different couple, but very similar, I guess, like theme. So I guess maybe we can just roll into what was soured my sip. It was the Jess and Blake situation mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. all. I was going to so, get into that. Yes. All right. Yes. So Jess. Just before everything, it starts with her saying, like, initiating with Blake that she feels like they should take, like, cool it a little bit and kind of still test out the waters. Everything seemed to be okay until the wonderful, the beautiful Genevieve comes down, asks him to go on a date. Mm-hmm. He goes ahead. He's he's going on the date. I think he's open to seeing how things go. You know, Blake isn't new to this, mm-hmm. um, this whole process. So he went ahead and goes on the date. He's having a good time. You see the camera pants, him and Genevieve having a great time out in the water, just enjoying each other. We'll get to the whole fact that he had on sneakers in the water because that was like insane. <laughs> that was insane behavior. That was like moldy. Psychotic. I, all that was mold. That's that was That's my only his thought. Career. Y'all are just anyway, we're not gonna no. get into all that deepness. All right. But either way, there's like one scene where like they show Blake having a great time. And then Jess looks like she's sad at first. And she's like saying like, oh, like, I can't believe I sent him. You know, she's kind of like backtracking and then pans the screen to her kissing Tyler. I, it was a great time. See me, I didn't have an issue with her exploring things. I think her exploring with somebody who was kind of coupled up with someone else was a little janky, but in and of itself, her exploring things and him exploring things by themselves isn't the problem. But it was the way she went about it. It felt like it was like reactionary. It was in response to him going out on the date. Now I feel like I have to one up and like keep myself busy while he's gone, even at the expense of Mercedes in a way, because she's kind of like a casualty here. So my, this is Monique, my issue is with Tyler. Mm. Because they were having a casual conversation. They weren't close. Um, they were, they had some separation. You felt vibes. Okay, cool. However, 
he is in an, a, a situation, whatever you want to call it, with mm-hmm. Mercedes. No conversation has been had that yeah. says, you know, we, we could like still explore other things, right? That we know of. If that happened, that's not in the edit. So that ain't my business. I'm going off of what I saw. You did not have a conversation with this woman to be over here sneaking on the daybed and kissing Jess. That was wild to me. That was wild. Tyler, what's happening? What's funny about that is, well, I guess two parts of it. One, Jess is really good friends with Mercedes. And so she said to Tyler, she said, I think, or one of them said to the other, I really want to kiss you right now. And she said, no, I would feel guilty about that. Or we need to have a conversation first or something. And he said, yeah, me too. And then he was like, fuck it, let's kiss anyway. Or something like that. Mm. And then they kissed. So I was like, "Mm, that's interesting. But um, the other point I was going to make is, I, for me, Jess is not in the wrong. Because Blake straight up said when he went on that date, he said, you will be alone. I will be gone. You can explore other relationships. And so he basically, I don't want to say gave her permission because that sounds very like whatever. I like the way he carried it though. He did. Yeah. And and he was like, I will be gone. You can talk to other people. But Tyler did not have a similar conversation with Mercedes. And so that's where I think it's different um, to your point is that Tyler is the one that was kind of in the wrong. I'd like oh. to call it a conscious uncoupling on the beach. That was a conscious uncoupling that works as opposed to people just having these conversations and then they breaking up mm-hmm. like after stuff happens. Claudia, I have thoughts. You have thoughts. Go ahead. I have thoughts. So um, Jasmine, I want to go back to Jasmine's thing about Kat. So about Kat, that whole thing. Um, It's the lack of self-awareness for me, I think. I don't know what we're what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. Like I I'm so confused and I don't know which cat is the real cat. None of them are very kind, but I don't they're all different people. Mm-hmm. And I think this time that she had um this whole thing with Tanner, I mean, you know, and I'll get into it on my happier positive notes about Tanner. But what I will say is she just and so and, and I in a in a morsel of me can relate to Kat from back in the day. I don't naturally go vulnerable. It's not natural for me. And so I I think she was worried about looking bad. Like, wait, you don't want me? And like, I don't want to tell you how much I, like, obviously she likes him. To pretend like, oh yeah, no, that was mutual. And I was like, oh God. And then she's like, he's a fuck boy. And it's like, oh God, like, what are we saying and doing right now? This is all crazy. So I just think that she... You know, I just think that there's a lot of growth. I hope after she watches all of this back, that she does a lot of self-reflection, that she gets off social media, that she, you know, she's probably going to try to ride the wave a little bit because she'll have some popularity. But I think she needs time because I think that she's just not good with herself. Like there's just, you know, and I think that she could have just said, I liked him. He broke my heart. I'm, I'm heartbroken from this. I get it, though. This is the way that it is. So... I just wish she would have said that. So not to like rip on her, but I think that's what I got when I watched that, that she just didn't want to look, look bad. And then of course it was all this other stuff she said. She was like, oh yeah, it was, I just let him talk, but like I was done. And everyone's like, girl, 
You were not. <laughs> actually, I'm better than him, really, if we're being honest. I'm actually better. Like, actually, if we talk about it, I'm I'm so, even better. Bruised huh? ego, maybe? Bruised ego. Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. Like, she because she was one of the most sought out initially. Yeah. But now we're starting to see her personality unfold. But I, I, I feel like, again, if I look at who her friends are, Charity being one of them, I think there's potential there. She... She just has to learn a lot of lessons. That's all. Someone definitely needs to, what we say, call her out and call her in because um, yeah, these level of meltdowns are not healthy for um, mm-hmm. a relationship. Mm-hmm. They cause you to lose friendships, mm-hmm. opportunities. So I think that it would behoove anyone to take this as an example mm-hmm. of how to act I've never seen anything like this where it's like she did it to Brayden. Mm-hmm. Now she's doing it to Tanner. We don't have everything that's happened or whatever. We don't have all the footage and tape. I would not want to see that because I that I, I was just a, it was a lot. It was a lot. It reminded me of some some people in my life that kind of act like this. And it is destructive. So take some care with the people around you your words and your actions and like your words are actions. Actually, they can hurt people and cut them deep. I don't know what it's like to sit back and you're Tanner and you are watching someone like really just go in off of, in my opinion, something that's like, it's a big deal in my opinion that he went on a a date on her birthday. That was fucked up. But I think the production, it was fucked up that that was the uh this is listen if it's your birthday if you are considering going on paradise and your birthday is june or july you should not go it's over with find a way to fuck up your birthday this is you won't love your birthday ever again ever again they find a way to make sure that the person's birthday they set it up perfectly i i think he should have gone on the date but unfortunately coincidentally it was on her birthday which was was shitty I just was going to say, that's why I liked, so obviously we've been loving whoever is doing the Chirons this season, but um, the one for Kat when it was on her birthday said something like, doesn't know how birthdays in paradise work or something like that. It's like, girl, if it's your birthday paradise, I don't know what you're expecting, but it's not going to be good. Doesn't know we're finna fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. And but Mo, you were gonna say something about her having reservations or him having reservations about her before, which he He had yeah, he had reservations about her before. And Mm -hmm. I'm not sure why he didn't just say this. Because then when you bring up reservations when you're about to go on a date on my birthday, after we had a great date and then I gave you and then we spent all this time together, and then I gave you my rose. For the next day, somebody to come down and you're like, yeah, you know, I mean, I wasn't really like, I've just been, something about you is, it's giving me red flags, not really feeling, why didn't you have red flags when I had to give you the fucking rose? What are we talking about here? Like, are you, you sound like you're talking bad about Tanner. So I'm going to, I'm going to let that slide. But I think that what what you're saying, I I appreciate you for that. (laughs) I'm going to let it slide. But I think, um. I don't know. I think he did say it before, though. I think he did say even before. And it's not in the edit. It's not in the edit. No, he did. He I saw. Remember when he was saying, well, they're saying this stuff. And she's like, well, they're stupid. They're stupid. They're saying this. He's like, well, you know, And he did. He did bring up something with her, even Mm -hmm. though it wasn't more pointed, because I think he was still trying to figure out, figure it out for himself. Mm -hmm. And then it got real clear. Mm -hmm. So I think he was I think he I believe that he really did 
wasn't like, I'm going to dump her after I get this rose. I don't feel like that was conscious. I feel like he was, it was more subconscious or like him saying like, maybe I like her, like, let me see this for myself. I don't, he seems like the type that doesn't just take whatever people say at face value and then that's it. So I respect that about him. I think that he wanted to see something else in her. Uh, and then he just got what we all got. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, do we want to close the, close the, the, the cat, door, the close cat the, close the wine to- bottle? We'll close the wine battle on them. On that, yeah, on that, because Kat will be back for you. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, Kat. But this is, yes, we will close on this. So, Jazz, you were you were giving your. What's, I started it, then I toasted to no fuck boys, and we circled all the way back. <laughs> I, I love this. I love this for us, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Okay. okay. So, what is my next <laughs> one? So, um, when. <laughs> When Blake accepts Genevieve asking him to go on a date, he says, can I go talk to Jess first? They mm-hmm. they wander off. They go talk as they do. And he, they're on the day bed. And he says to Jess, Blake, it's like, you go first, sir. <laughs> Why would she talk first? Oh, man. She, I love that she said, yeah. me? You want me she to go did. first? She was like, why would I talk first? You said yes to the date. And I was like, yes, Jess. He was like, thoughts? Yeah. He's like, so now. Wait, wait, wait. In his defense, though. In his defense. She threw, technically, like, if we're playing, like, a game of, like, badminton or something or tennis, like, she threw it first and was like, I want to explore other things. And he was like, well, here's my chance to do that. Here you go. Like, it kind of went back to her. Maybe he. I agree. Let me see. I agree with you on that because I will say, and I'm and I am a Jess fan, so this is this is no like actual shade to Jess, but I don't think she realized how to approach it last week when they um when when they sat down and he was like, "What are we doing here? I'm only focused on you, but you seem to be interested in other people," and she really didn't have anything to say to that, which is fine, but. For her to be upset when he goes and accepts a date. I'm like, okay, but Jess, literally last night, he just asked you what your feelings were and you didn't have anything to say. So I don't know what to tell you, baby girl. Like, and he didn't know who she was talking to, to, like who she was dealing with. Like, and I mean that in like the most like respectful way possible. I was like, this is, this is Blake. Yeah. Like who she was, it's Blake. Like someone's yeah. going to come down and want to mm-hmm. be, he's going to be sought after because it's Blake. I mean, I'm just mad that you lock yeah. that in. You, I you mean, lock maybe, that down. So, so my theory on that whole thing of why he hasn't been sought after, because he is the best looking, in my yeah. opinion. I best mean, one down there. He is, oh, wow, God. Um. Ugh. Anyway, so I, my, my thought is, is because probably because all the girls are friends and they're like, okay, I want this one. I want this one. Although Jess didn't seem to follow that rule uh, when she jumped in with Tyler. So I'm confused by the whole thing. And I don't know if this is just like a Gen Z thing that it's more incestuous and everyone's kind of cool just doing this or like with your friends person. I don't know. Maybe there was a conversation. I'm confused, but I don't know. I don't know how they're left after that but i think um jess jess is pretty mature for her age right she's what is she 23 she's pretty mature she's you know she she usually says what she wants that conversation they had she has to understand if you're not giving me a hundred percent you know you have to 
I understand if you have to go. And I get that she was just upset, but she just in this moment. Yeah, I didn't I didn't I mean, he's well, Jasmine's right. Well, you know, she he should have been like, OK, let me say what I need to say. She shouldn't have been super surprised, given that he didn't feel really want, welcomed uh, the day before in that conversation. So, um, Jazz, do you have another final thought on or any other things that soured your sip? Um, I was not a fan of Kylie asking John Henry straight up, like, hey, do you want to talk to my friend Kat after... I just, I guess I don't understand Kylie's um, motive and wanting to further that. I don't know if Kylie has beef with Olivia. It doesn't seem like she's super tight with Kat unless we're just not seeing that. It didn't make sense to me and we'll get into it later, but that is some of the part of um, why there was live time um, Twitter or X reactions from the cast during the episode but that one just didn't make sense to me i just wish that i had some context behind it because it didn't make sense to me why kylie would do that because it feels like she would be really upset if someone did that to her like if someone was like oh do you have any interest in talking to avon i feel like kylie would be really upset so that was weird for me i don't know how y'all took that i thought it was grimy um just gonna be honest like Olivia's like in it with John Henry. It's not like they, it, I, f- I feel like they have a connection. Sort of sending Kat over to scramble and get with him. Cause I feel like one of these things, like it always happens where it's like the hottest guy, like, you know, the, the women that think they're the hottest women, you just got to go for the hottest guy. I'm sorry, the hottest guy. With the welding helmet, which I don't know if y'all be seeing, the welding helmet is everywhere on the beach. Everywhere. <laughs> they, he, he's been sitting in the pool with Olivia. The welding helmet is behind them. It is hilarious. that they. It's like these little breadcrumbs. I love that. I love it too. But even watching the conversation, the difference in conversation from Kat and John Henry is... <laughs> miles away like separation between the way that he and Olivia communicate he's like the even the body language he's touching uh Olivia's leg got close to her they kissed right in front of everybody after that even though he's like trying to vibe with Kat cool she didn't even like pay attention to anything that he was talking about this is like you know this sort of two different sides of the track type of people and that's okay right? I don't know. This is, it's just giving, I think he's hot. He's, he, because he's hot, he got to be with me. We're going to just slide over and skip over you, whatever. Doesn't matter what your feelings are. I think it's, I I don't, I don't like it. I didn't, I didn't like that. I thought that was a huge misstep and I thought they should have reconsidered it, but they, you know, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best behavior, right? That's, that's what we're here for. So Kylie was my sister. If I was giving her little sister advice, it would be like, you should like, just... don't get involved. Like, don't... <laughs> yeah. girl, that's not yes. the hill that you die on, girl. Not for cat. You need to be no, on no. the. You need to be on the daybed with your babe. Yeah, chill nowhere out. else. Not <laughs> in your own black business, both of y'all. That's why, you know. Because if they are still a couple, which I do believe they are, like I think they are. There's like you'll have much more success in whatever being a successful couple to come out of the season. Like you don't like just chill out. 
You don't want any blood on your hands or dirt on your name. Mm-hmm. You got to ride off to, into the sunset together. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Avon coming to bat for her tells me they're still together. Like that's oh, exactly. Spoiler alert. They're that's together. That's a babe. That's a babe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been like that on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. And say she's just a friend. All right. Say <laughs> so, friend. Monique, you yes. already started something. So, why don't you want to jump into the rest of your. Yeah. What's sour Giuseppe? And we're trying to limit this to two or three, but yes. you know how we do. So, okay, thank you. So pick your favorites. All right, so here we go. Using Mercedes to get a rose, then sliding over to Jess when she's shaky with Blake. Her crazy friend. work. That was her the first friend. thing that I said. Your friend? But is that your friend? That's yeah. your friend. Is that your friend? That's so your friend. that was, and that goes back to Tyler's ass. Uh, yeah, it's not cool. That's not um, okay. Here's one that I'm not sure. I would hope that everyone else uh, that's covering the show talks about this. So, Cat does have a I don't know if it's a nervous tick, an anxiety thing where she rakes through her hair mm-hmm. incessantly. Right? Oh, so that's when a she, thing. I, yeah. I've seen it every. I've seen it in the episodes where she's under duress. Right. Mm-hmm. She did it when she when she was going at it with Brayden and it, it was in her ITMs. She's combing through her hair with her hands and flipping it to the side, doing that. And then she did it in this episode. There's a specific reason. Well, I don't know what the specific reason is, actually, but then they had Olivia mimic that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. at all. Um, so I'm just going to leave it there. I I didn't like that. Cause that could so be you, so you're a place of anxiety, actual, like neurological tick kind of, I don't know. I don't. So okay. I don't know what we don't want to make fun of anything like that. Yeah. I just don't want to, I just don't want anybody to make fun of that. Like, mm-hmm. agreed. it just didn't feel, it didn't feel right. And I don't know why they left that in the edit. I actually do know. Cause they want they at every other turn they want to make Olivia look mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she's nothing short of entertaining. Maybe she says a couple of things that are a little bit like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. But you know, most of the people that actually are like narrators of paradise, if you had Corinne Olympios, she would have said some wild shit. Like, and she was saying wild shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of reminds me of Kat. Uh, and the the way that Kat is able to act. But it's also, it's like. Here's my thing. However you feel about Kat doesn't make that okay mm-hmm. at all. Right. And and I wanted to just um, make sure that that's known. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we love Olivia as well, but I just didn't like it. I saw it immediately and I was like, oh, no, nah, why did, oh, come on. So that's, that's my first one. I don't know if y'all wanted to jump in. So, no, I agree with you. I saw that you said that in the stories. Um, I had a friend, a very close friend that had trichotillomania, which is kind of what you're talking about, which you actually yank your hair out. Um, so it's all inside of the same anxiety-induced behavior. So if that's the case, it could just be a thing, but likely when she's getting more worked up, um, that's when we're seeing her do it. So to your point, yeah, whether we could speculate whether that's it or not, but the fact that they showed Olivia doing that, you know, like Olivia's upset uh, with her, is, and, you know, it's not the way that we would go about 
be, you know, responding, but still. Or even if it's a thing of like, she's doing it to comfort and calm her anxiety down. Whatever it is, whatever whatever it is. A coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, or it's something that she does routinely Mm -hmm. when she is under duress to Mm -hmm. your point. So the fact that they're showing, because they're just piecing together another thing about Olivia, um, you know, it's just, it's not cool. It wasn't cool that she did it. And it's not cool that they made her or aired her doing that. But they frankenbit, they frankenbit Olivia with the Kylie thing. Right. Now, you know, they did this. Now, I'm not saying that like, like it was said, Mm -hmm. it was mimicked. Mm -hmm. So it's going in the edit. Right. They have it. You know, if you didn't do this, they wouldn't have it. But, you know, we just want to send everybody love. That's, you know, but also be very fair. I didn't like that when I saw it. I know people personally that have the disorder, you know, like the, the, Mm -hmm. they do that. I know that. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to send Kat some love. I didn't, I didn't appreciate it. Well, blessings to Kat um, for that. And I know Olivia would not have done that on purpose too. So blessings to both of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And thank you, Monique, for bringing that up. Cause I didn't um, know that or see that. It's a teachable moment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And this is how we keep each other honest and fair. And accountable. Yeah. And accountable. Yeah. Okay. So my final one. Yeah. Oh, did you did you have something? No, no, no. I was gonna ask you your final one. Oh, so um can can we kick off the Aaron B situation? I thought we were gonna leave that for the end, but if you want to do that now, that's probably gonna take the the bulk of our time. Okay. Um <laughs> this is no, this is good because I already gave one of mine mm-hmm. and that was kind of the other one, that situation. So we can just, let's just, all right. So welcome back cat. We're going to just get, we're just going to be drunk. Yeah. So this is the second part of cat that we, um, this episode, she always gives us so much every week. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Um, I wasn't even finna go at cat. You were definitely going after Aaron. Not not going after. I I just need to say, Cat mm-hmm. wouldn't have this information. True. If, if your dating history, yes, wasn't so muddled, yeah, going right. on to the show where you originally were trying to be with the Bachelorette, mm-hmm. then going home, mm-hmm. uh, doing whatever. Who knows? Then getting back with. Getting back on the getting back on the show two day, two weeks later a week later a couple of days later barely barely went back to Fiji. In the background, things are happening where people are reaching out to charity, the Bachelorette. What's going on, sir? Because it's like it's my ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. then my ex and my ex girlfriend, but then I got uh, Eliza, my current girlfriend. But then I also got the woman I almost was like about to propose to with charity. That's a lot going on, sir. And you didn't explain anything. I was so confused. I was befuddled. And I would have loved for you to get an opportunity. Like, see, because cause like why we like Tanner and why, why we like, you know, Airbnb here and there mostly, right? This is the problem. They are also in a union where mm-hmm. they try to coach each other out of this stuff. And so you can see Tanner trying to coach him out of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you coach him out when he don't know how to explain what's going on himself. Sorry. 
Jasmine. Yes, Jasmine. So I hear you, mm-hmm. but I felt the same way as you the first time I watched the episode. I went back and rewatched it. And I think that I believe Aaron. I think that what Aaron did was he over explained. You know how someone who, when they're in a situation, they realize how guilty they look and then they give too many details, making them look more guilty. <laughs> I think that's what Aaron did. Um, I believe him when he says, you know, I was with this woman from this month to this month. And then I was with this woman from this month. I believe him. Um, I just think that he likes Eliza so much that he was giving too many details that it seemed so far fetched, if that makes any sense at all. So, um, yeah. So the first time watching through Monique, I totally agreed with you. And I was like, what is he talking? What the fuck is he talking about? Um, and the second time I was like, Oh, he just is really in his head. So I don't know how y'all feel about that, but that that was my takeaway from the second watch. Go ahead, Gina. I I want to say I do think it threw him off his square a little bit. I feel like the look that he had on his face was like this was not what I was expecting because the way that the episode flowed was that he was going over the fact that he wanted to be exclusive with her. And right as he was getting ready to have that bit of the conversation with her, then like Eliza comes in and asks him that. So I just think that it just threw him off his square. I don't think he was prepared. He was like, wait, wait, no, I'm over here getting ready to talk about being exclusive. And now you're bringing up this thing that probably has the potential to just wipe us out. There's not even a chance of us even continuing to date, period, let alone be exclusive with each other. So I'm going to show him a little bit of grace here, even though I still think that he needed to clear the air. He knew that this stuff was going on in the background, that this was an issue. If you're really trying to start something fresh with someone, start with just pure, ugly honesty and truth. So that way you don't have a repeat situation because obviously Charity was caught off guard by this, you know, when the season ended and she was given a whole bunch of information. Don't let your next relationship kind of get off to the same start with like, with having, I don't want to call them mistruths, but just having like a unclear situation of like how the timeline flowed of who you were with before you went on the show And like when it ended, I just think you want to be clear because then it just leaves room for you to look like you're being messy, that you're being dishonest, even if you're not. Because lies by omission, for some people, like they consider that lying. If you omit things and you're not telling them everything. Eliza probably just wanted to know up front, like, let me know so I don't look dumb out here. Because I know Mm -hmm. for me, that's my biggest thing. There's less chance of me being upset about something if I feel like you told me the truth. I won't care about the background noise of everyone else. But did you tell me, the person you're pursuing now, the whole Mm -hmm. truth about everything? Mm -hmm. Claudia, what you got? Yeah, so <laughs> this, I yes, I, I think he did too much explaining. The bottom line is he knew that this was something. Mm-hmm. He knew that this was uh, an issue, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he probably, when you're sitting with that anxiety of, are they going to say something, these seven women, why not clear the air your fir- first, early? And take the risk of whatever, or don't go on the show. Like maybe he, I don't think he was taught, you know, like what happened? I dated this woman. I did this woman, but you get ahead of it first and tell her if there is a story, just be honest. What I didn't like about the situation was that woman, that young lady, 
um, who decided to say something late. Now your friend told you, and I said this on the stories, like, you know, in real life, people don't get to talk to their exes, their, their person, you know, their, their current partner's ex to find out everything that happened last time. You just have to deal with it. And this is not a, an, an orthodox situation, right? This is something that's completely, this is not an, an orthodox way of dating and getting together. So we knew that that was a risk knowing that they usually send people because he seems like a studier of this franchise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he seems like he knows the basics of what happens that they potentially could send charity down. And these are her girls. Why on earth wouldn't you have told Eliza? That's my thing. You know, I, of course people date before they come on. Like that's people are trying to find, like, I, I'm fine with that. I don't love that they were, you know, hitting up charity. <laughs> that's crazy as hell. What are y'all doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, this is not like you have, you put this, this public figure, mm -hmm. you know, in essentially harm's way or like having to deal with unnecessary drama. So own that, get ahead of it. Tell Eliza, even in secret, even though there's no secret because there's microphones everywhere, but just say there was a situation with her and, and she could take it or not. But for her to be blindsided like that is, you know, you're going to have to unfortunately now deal with the consequences. So let me ask y'all a question. Um, where's Meality Sneeve at? Because is he still in business or not? That's where you go to with the T. You don't go in the DMs. Yeah, black people don't go to him. Okay. They don't. Oh. No, black people don't. Go yeah, to him. you're right. In the oh, history, I know in the history of the show, black people have never gone to him. You're right. Mm. Black people don't go to him, but I will also say he may be slipping off his game because we'll get into Golden Bachelor later, but we haven't heard from him on Golden Bachelor stuff either. Well, so we did. I don't, we did. Well, I don't, I don't hear did. from him in general. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't have a blessing. I follow him. I blocked him on Twitter, yeah. like all that stuff. Try. Him and Nick Ithbyal tried something uh, to talk about <laughs> some situation. But I, but I think, but regardless, mm -hmm. I don't even want to think about him. But I think that this situation, they kept it under wraps. Then Kat saying it to her when she said it. Golden opportunity. That's that great for television, but what the fuck great going for television, on? But man, great I mean, for TV, just but like, what the this, hell? Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't love this moment at all. I didn't love it for any of them. So, but it, all right. So if you're, if you are Aaron B, you come on, you want to pursue Eliza, who mm -hmm. had and has been vocal about wanting it to be smooth sailing. Correct. Isn't it a red flag that you didn't just like? Oh yeah. Like no, come straight. This would be the end for me. This yeah. wrap because you you withheld this. What else would you withhold? And this messes up her paradise opportunity because yeah. if yeah. she was done with this, so yeah. many other of the dudes would have came down and when wanted to be with her. But she she wanted to be smooth sailing. She wanted to lock it down, mm -hmm. stick with one person, and be loyal because that was what she, she had. John. She could have had John. We left. We lost John. In this I love John. Day. So oh, John. I love John. Mm. That's all. The, the second I saw this, I said, we could have kept John. We could have. Oh, that now. Anyway, we can move on. Child. But I do, I, I would love to hear um, Aaron's side of the story because yeah. I don't under, I just, I would like a little more understanding. And I know in, in, in a weird way, I know like it's not our business, right? Like that's their personal lives. But at the same time, it's like, what actually happened? Because I don't understand how we can support you, you know? 
and, and I and I like Aaron B a lot. So mm-hmm. I, I want to believe him. I just don't understand what where he was coming from. But this is this was unfortunate for him. And unfortunately he might end up losing the yeah. you know, person he really wants, which is which is you know kind of stinks. So yeah. Anyway, um all right, so that was Moe's. Um I think that was everything for me. The only thing our boy, we gave him, I think we gave him too much love. I think we gave Brayden too much love uh, a couple weeks ago. He he has come back uh, and he is in some new form just doing Brayden things. So, yeah. Oh, actually, I wasn't done. Guess what? I don't like these tantric dates. Again, stop this. They just I, fucking met five seconds ago. Yeah, I, you want to put I, them on a tantric sex date. I wouldn't date. mind a tantric date, but not in on camera. And not, not second number four. Tantric. This is crazy work. A great video from from yeah. that. Let me know, oh. you guys. Go go hit us up in the DMs drop, if you would like for me to drop, drop that video. That, from that video was, uh, listen, it was very hot to watch. I'm, I it mean, was hot, it, however... They, I they don't even know they don't even know each other last night they care i think both of them are just like we should have sex and i'm and they i were hot they're both hot i mean <laughs> hot. first of all they looked stunning together like gorgeous stunning yeah to them people i was like i cannot look away and i felt i was like dang rachel again i can't even fight for you oh rachel child i you would never see the worst set of showings on Bachelor in Paradise than what's happening with Rachel. This is wild. Becca got a baby and a husband out of it. I pray that Rachel. Barbie Ken Sean being no, upset they, that he said, oh my God, he's just so much into me. He, I'm I'm yeah, like into him. What? You, Rachel, justice for you. Because this is not right. Wow. I'm, con- I'm confused. This is not how and you. The men have the roses, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's going to give her a rose. What's going on here? This is confusing. It doesn't make any sense. It's oh, a very strange. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like this for Rachel. Anyway, like no. She. She. It's so confusing to me. You want to get into some positivity? Yeah, I think the time has come. All right, let's take a little break, and we'll come back with what filled our cups. So we're back. We're black. And I just wanted to say, welcome to the Rosé Noir podcast, where our kayaks bring all the roses to the yard. Thank you very much for that, Jesse Palmer. <laughs> I mean, it's so good. Jesse is, God, anyway, and he looks so good all the time. He comes out, they, they, <laughs> ladies, this is the final <laughs> rose for the evening. <laughs> they to- they towed him out mm-hmm. every now and then. He looks good. Yeah, he says that. Hey, what's going on? Not even his Wells does all the talking. I think it works out well. I'm fine. Okay. I, I don't care about it. Love to see it. Claudia, hit it off with it. It started yeah. off. Okay. Uh, so you might be surprised by this, but Tanner. So I'm going to start with Tanner. So wow. Couldn't have imagined. Yeah. Wow. So, I'm going to say it. So we often talk about, I'm going to say the highly emotional, intelligent men on this show, which there's not mm-hmm. many. Mm-hmm. on this season no tanner and blake mm-hmm. i feel like tanner that conversation that he had was the most of like a breaking up situation uh i'm gonna move on mm-hmm. i felt like it was very clear 
I felt like there was no blaming. He took accountability. You know, he was just, I, I felt like it was a good conversation. Obviously we talked about the other side of it. That was not great from Kat and the way she received it. But I felt that Tanner, the way that he communicated everything and the fact that he was like, let's not see what happens because so I can string you along. It's like, I'm going to pursue, when it comes to having a wife in the future out here, you're not it. Like he didn't say it in a bad way, but he was very clear, which makes him even less of an F boy. Like he's not an F boy and that, and that, that pissed me off. But I love that he was just very clear, very concise to the point. What do y'all think about that? For me, when I was watching it, I think that hmm, I would have felt a little bit like just cut to the chase. I, you're just really like dancing around this a little bit. I did think that it works for someone like Kat. To yeah, a certain I degree. He would have cut to the chase more with a, someone else who was mm-hmm. I, like, you know, for me, if you finna play me, I want it to be a little bit more cut and dry so I could just yeah. get out and dip. But um, not that not to say that he played her. I think he was just, you know, he was being honest in what he saw that were red flags. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a level of uh, he's a little too good at this. That maybe he is. He does. He's done this before. Like, don't you? Don't you even? Uh, I'm just being honest. It was like a good breakup. Good at breaking hearts. Again, like I said, they're very conscious of the cameras. Oh, yeah. Very conscious that this is going to come out. How am I going to be edited? So they can't really like let go and be themselves. Every now and then you see somebody do that. But it's very hard to do that. So I I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But then and then Blake's conversation with Jess, I also felt that Blake was like, let's not pretend that you don't want to be with someone else. I'm going to see what I'm going to explore this. I don't know how I'm going to feel. I might be all there, may not be all there. But I feel like that's the difference. Uh, And I don't know how old Tanner is. Maybe he's 27, 28. Mm -hmm. I think he's like 28. But Blake is in his 30s, obviously. I just think it's just those conversations instead of playing games. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's your next one? Thank you. My next one is I loved to see two beautiful brown-skinned women. Gorgeous. Yes. First of all, Charity in herself. Yeah. But then coming and then taking Eliza and they're both yep. like. That's all we needed to see. Like, oof, oof. Like, look at you. Oh, my God. You're so pro- Oh, my God. You. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is everything that I waited for. So this, that right there was perfect. I loved seeing that. Um, it was unfortunate what they had to talk about, but I love, they looked absolutely beautiful. They they stole the screen. I mean, I think about if Charity had made it to paradise, like what would have happened? Um, those boys would have been going after her. But she she oh, is. Yeah. yeah, she she's just fantastic. She has just that vibe and she had that in love glow. And uh, but her and Eliza, beautiful. So I just loved seeing that. That's all I wanted to say. So uh, to to your point, remember when we spoke to Michaela and uh, she so eloquently talked about just seeing beautiful black chocolate drop, black women, black women joy and how magical that felt. Even though it was mess, 
and it was involving both of them. It was not catty. It was not like, it felt like two homegirls kind of just like getting the business cleared. It was mature. They're just, they're just comparing notes. Not, you know, no sort of like no mess. I love that. I love to see it. It just, I was just like, I sat up kind of, and I was like, okay, what is this going to be? And then I was just like, oh, I'm getting all the information I need from this that I didn't get from Aaron. What the fuck? Yeah. And, and, and Charity's trustworthy. I mean, she, yeah. no, there was no shade. There was no manipulation. Um, yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, but that, I love to see it. I love to see it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's it. I'm sure a lot of what you all have said, I will just jump in and say, but those were the, the, the moments I felt that were beautiful. Can I do, can I do mine? I have some fun ones. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Um, ciao. Okay. Um, why are we not discussing John Henry having a tongue ring previously? <laughs> Oh, because that, that was the craziest shit ever. I wrote that down too. And, and then when she was episode. like, he has a vibrating one. I was like, Ooh, John Henry. <laughs> like what's going on here? Um, way to bury the lead on some random stuff, guys. Like, okay. All we do is we see the welding helmet, um, the tattoos. That's it. There's a little bit more under the surface. <laughs> I love me some John Henry. If I'm going for somebody on this beach right now, men or women, John Henry mm-hmm. I'm coming for you, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved, I loved Blake's approach to like his date with Genevieve because he kept saying she deserves for me to come into this fresh and give this a real opportunity and a shot. And first of all, loved their date. I almost died doing whitewater rafting. So it was a little bit triggering. Oh, um, um, yeah. Can I just on, on Harper's Ferry? It was crazy as it was crazy as hell. Yeah. Well, one day we'll tell that story, but it um, was on my list that I was ooh. like, wow, this is like they were both when you talk about stunning, they're beautiful people. And the, you know, the energy, right? You see them mm-hmm. he's like he's putting on her life vest and then he's like pulling it, you know, pulling you have to pull it tight, really tight. Or if you get in a, you know, deep enough in the ocean and your arms go up, it'll just come off of you. Mm-hmm. So um, he's pulling it tight, but his like head is like right at her head. You, and you can see he's like looking mm-hmm. at her like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And then so when she's, you know, when she's pulling his things, like they, it's a synergy there. I like it. Mm-hmm. They, they have a connection that you can tell is um, deeper than that surface level. Like a lot of couples on the beach are just like you're hot i'm hot we're attracted to each other let's make out now we're a couple genevieve showed up and blake was saying things with specificity things like she -hmm. makes me feel grounded Mm -hmm. she makes me feel neutral you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and that is what he did not have with jess as cute as they were together he didn't have that. And maybe it was an age thing. I think he's almost like 10 years older than her. I think it's a lack of compatibility. Yeah. They look good on paper. Right. And they probably would have tried to just sort of stick it out. And then they just would have broke up because it just doesn't, it wasn't working. It's not going to work. And something about seeing Blake with Genevieve, right? Like we got maybe like seven minutes of content of them. But what we saw just showed how much deeper that connection was um, so I can see that going somewhere and she, and just her being so mature as well. Cause you know, he's chill. Blake is so chill. 
He, yeah. he never acts through anger. He mm-hmm. never acts through, you know, he never wants to manipulate. Um, it's, it's like confident attachment. Yes. Like confident. Confidence, maturity, all of that. So I, I really enjoyed them on that date. And I, um, I'm curious to see where that goes. Yeah, absolutely. So those were mine. Gina, what filled your cup up? So what filled my cup up actually was along the lines of what you were talking about, Mo, with Blake and Genevieve. I just enjoyed their date and their time together. I think that it just speaks to Blake and how much I love him and I'm a fan of him. I feel like he was very into the date and he really gave Genevieve an opportunity and a chance. And I know that coming into the beach once people have established relationships is always hard. And they always feel like they're playing like a game of catch up. So I think it was nice that Genevieve was still given that opportunity to have someone come in and genuinely give it a shot. Whether it works or not, it doesn't matter. She can at least say that he came in, he was present for our date and at least tried to get to know me and see if the vibes were there. I think they were there. And um, he had the hoochie daddy shorts on. I'm looking. He definitely had the hoochie daddy daddy shorts on. They were hoochieing. I was looking respectfully. Respectfully, respectfully, respectfully. No, they were they were just the right the right length there. The right hoochie daddy shorts, respectfully. Yeah, and respectfully. The right amount of thigh was exposed. <laughs> he does not skip leg day. Respectfully, no, he, does he does not skip leg day. Yeah, respectfully. So that was- respectfully. <laughs> as, as respectful as we can be, as we're talking about his thighs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I mean, respectfully, yes. And then let's see if was there anything else. I'm going to go through and see. That was kind of like a main point for me. I also think, all right, so I'm on the other side of of the whole Brayden of it all thing when it came to him going on the date. Um, I, for one, did not think that he shouldn't go on the date. I was on the side of you're in paradise. If you haven't felt like you've truly made a connection that you should be able to go on another date. Do I think that they have piss poor timing and that the producers, you know, I feel like they're very intentional Um, And I think that they wanted to bring someone else down to keep the drama going, which made it literally he went on the date with Rachel one day, looked like he had a great time. And then the very next day, sent him on another date. Mm -hmm. I don't think that there was anything wrong with it. I think he came over. He told Rachel he was going on the date. He went ahead and he went on the date. He can't help the fact that he ended up vibing with Becca. That's not that's not his fault. Um, I actually I although I hated the date itself. I think that I like that Brayden had that chance. I feel like Brayden really came down there to the beach thinking that this was his time, that he was going yep. to make a connection. I find Brayden to be someone that's very, um, he's in love with the idea of like falling in love and having like this it's great romantic. romantic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very romantic. And in that way, I can relate to him. So I think it's nice that he's, he, it didn't work with the first person that he was so like adamant about and was getting caught up in it. And then he was given not only one chance with Rachel, but now he's given a second chance. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just getting better and better. His connections. I think that Becca might be more up his, his speed. They seem to be, they seem to be more of like what he's looking for aesthetically. Um, And they just seem to have good conversation from what they showed us. We'll see if it actually is that, but I think he's excited about it. And it was actually something that filled my cup because I want to see Brayden win and have a a good chance to have a connection. I do too. Who wants it? Anybody that makes me feel like they really want it, I want it for them. And that's something I never thought I would say. I know. I did not like Brayden. I didn't like that here. at all. And now here we are. Oh my God. Why am I rooting for Brayden? Yeah, here we <laughs> are. Rooting for Brayden. Like the, the tides have turned. But, but also, I want to say, um, 
not to cut you off, Gina, and and like oh no, I'm good. Go too far, but um, one of the things that filled my cup was actually when Brandon went on the date with Becca. They showed Avon being like, oh, I hope Rachel's okay. I've never seen her so happy or I've never seen her light up like this or something. And it's like, that's her ex being like, I'm happy for her. She mm. looked happy with him. Um, So I really appreciated Avon just, you know, kind of putting his ego aside and being like, she was happy. I want to see her happy like that. So um, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Um, I think... Uh, he did have a really good date with Rachel and, and woke her up in ways we didn't even see her in her own season. Mm-hmm. But he also, that chemistry with Becca was I mean, fire. You put anybody with a, with the tantric food sharing date, I'm sure it's going to go down. The so. oysters with the... Sl- with amazing boobs and... And the oysters just sliding down the gullet. That wasn't gonna not gullet. It didn't work out for whoever she. Wasn't gonna work out. Sorry, Um, sorry, Gina. Go ahead. Continue. No, that was that was it, and um, and that was the other piece of it, it of the storyline. I really do like that. Avon was able to um to show that, and it wasn't just him. Who was he talking to? I don't remember. Was it Peter? He was talking to someone else from her season. I felt like I felt like it was, oh, it was from her just season. one ex, which is why I thought it was such like a nice moment that it was. More than- no, no, Tyler. Was he talking to Tyler? Maybe, but yeah. all I know is that it felt like he was that it was more than one person in the conversation that had experience with her, and to see that they had enough concern and were aware of her because they know her better. Yeah, the other people that they did seem to care about her being upset. Um, I thought that was nice, a nice touch, but. Damn, they really did make her look sad. Now that I think about it, she was at the end of the beach, just looking like, just really sad. But <laughs> she handled it so well too. Like when when he was like, "Yeah, let me let me talk to Rachel right quick," and she was just like, "You don't have to check in with me. It's fine. I understand. Go have fun." Like she just handled it so gracefully. And mm-hmm. then only in her ITMs or to other people on the beach was she like. Wow, that really hurt my feelings. Like she, you know, she didn't say anything to him. She was like, I get it. She knows how to play the game. She knows how it works. Um, so I just I think they just both, I don't know, they both handled that very well. And I just want, I don't know, I just wish the best of them. Thanks. The best for both of them. So I had a uh, a bonus one. Um now in the midst of getting so okay. I think that Kat prepared herself to either approach that conversation and she was getting back with Tanner or this was the breakup bathing suit. That brown bathing suit with the sarong and the thong situation under it. Was it brown or red? It was brown. It was brown. It was top tier. Actually though, these bathing suits this season Y'all got to drop the links. What's happening here? Drop the links. They are top tier. Very, very nice. Wonderful. They Like these women are out here. I don't even care about the dudes in the swim trunks. Like, I don't know what's going on there because it doesn't matter. And you, you notice when she sat down, Tanner, Tanner was like, uh, love the bikini, by the way. Yes. <laughs> Nobody about to break up with her. I was like, is this I- a new- have mm-hmm. loved i totally agree with you 100 the swimsuits this season have been just unmatched 
Um, I liked the moment where Mercedes told Jess, like, oh, I love this swimsuit. She was like, it looks like your skin tone. She was like, your titties look good. And I was like, Jess's titties do, are they are tittying tonight. Like, I love it. Um, these women look incredible. And all of charity coming down in that yellow. Yellow is her coat. Yellow is is a yellows and oranges. Mm-hmm. Black, like if you've ever seen Issa Rae and even brown. Yes. And yellows and orange. Wow. And or must, or even mustard. Who had on? Oh, Love the coat, Claudia. Had on that, that kind of dark orange. That looked yes. really good on like her. Like a burnt face. orange. Yes. Beautiful. We fuck up the fall colors. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, everybody has looked absolutely incredible. So sorry to cut you off, Monique, but I just was so in agreement. I was like, let me just hop in here real quick. So I feel like um, I feel like we did a thing. I feel like we did our thing. And yes, I think that we I'm, I'm excited to see what happens next week. Very excited. I have no predictions because why would I do that? I'm I'm along for the ride. What about y'all? I, I think the same. I think that because we've seen this before in Paradise mm-hmm. where you think it's going to go one way. Somebody's a certain type of way. And it's a completely different, you know, kind of what's coming out of by Aaron B. Again, we don't know the story, but like the whole thing just just to assume things are one way. Uh, and then they're completely different. So you just have to watch and see everybody. And, and of course, everything that happened that was going on on Twitter, (laughs) you know, I think that that, that stuff is going to definitely play out still for the rest of the week. I hope they're all getting self-care. We love you all. Olivia, Kylie, Avon, we wish you like, cause this stuff can get you, you just remember, uh, it's not worth, um, you know, your mental space. So just make sure you're And also consider if y'all are actually enemies or not. Yeah. Cause I don't think, I I, I don't, I, I don't love that. I didn't, that was one of my um, sour sips there too, was uh, the fact that the three of them got into that and they're all black people. And I didn't love that. I get that people feel like they have to, you know, fight. It feels like Olivia is like fighting for her life. Mm, always. Yeah. Kind of like against everybody all the time. I feel bad. And I feel bad for Kylie even too. Like I, all of it. I just want them to all be able to resolve this. Yeah. They're bigger than this. We've seen these kind of battles before, but not usually us doing it. So I, I hope that they can resolve this quickly. And and if they're listening, we support all of you, regardless of, you know, we're not choosing sides. We don't, you know, like pick teams or whatever. We just are here to uplift all of your voices. Absolutely. This is so random, but can I say one more thing? Yes, um, sure. Um, Brayden did two things in this episode that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. One of which was when he called Jess Baby J. I thought that was so cute. He was like, mm-hmm. Baby J, how you doing? After um, Blake went on the date. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that was so sweet. And then the other thing is I'm going to adapt his new term when he said, Cat is homie hopping. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Crew hopping. Ho- homie hopping. Mm-hmm. Homie, homie hopping. It was that was crazy. And then he and then he gave us um, a quick freestyle. A little rap. Yeah, yeah a little, little rapidy, a little rapidy rap. <laughs> I don't understand why he's rapping in every episode. I'm not, I'm not here for that necessarily. But just homie hopping made me laugh. I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> and um, I will continue to refer to it as homie hopping when somebody goes on a date with somebody else. 
He's like, cats out here, homie hopping. And I was like, homie hopping. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. (laughs) All right, ladies. So uh, uh, this was amazing. I love y'all. And uh, so signing off. I'm Claudia. I'm Monique. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Gina. And we are Rosé Noir. Stick around because we're here for you. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms found in the show notes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Join us for live discussions on Clubhouse at The Rosé Noir. A special thank you to Ahmad Fielder for our amazing theme music. Follow him at infrared underscore crypto on Instagram. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. See you next show.